0: Hey, hey! Welcome everyone to another fabulous Friday here on Akira Minute, the only English language podcast that is coming at you with coverage of every single minute of the 1998 landmark anime film Akira. One mm,
1: ninety-eight.
0: 98, 94, 88, at a time, and uh, I can't do it alone, clearly I need help, so I'm I'm Jack Stovold from uh, theapecast.libsyn.com, and uh, my wonderful co-host is...
2: I'm uh, Richard Dunham from dunhamrc.com. We have a couple guests. It's bro week. Bro. (laughs) Right on, bro. Sup, bro hey bro uh,
1: i'm S- i'm sam stovall you may know me from uh interrupting jack during his intro just moments ago classic mm-hmm. and vice versa
2: <laughs> and i am phil dunham uh you can find me on twitter at dunham pl under my real name
0: your real name's
2: pl well my name on twitter is my real name that's not my handle it's based on my real name
0: as you can tell. okay <laughs> So many Twitter accounts. Twitter for days. Just kidding. I hate Twitter, but um Well you for should. All, for all you tweeters out there, check out Phil's page. Or not page, whatever they call them. Check <laughs> out my tweets. Twitter check out his tweets. Or don't
2: <laughs> check out his homepage on Twitter. <laughs> on the Twitter. The, the Twitter the Twitters. wall.
0: Check yeah. out his top eight. Bing it on Google. <laughs> so we are talking about minute 10 of the film minute 10 begins with the man and the child running to escape a police spotlight and it ends with said strangely elderly looking child terrified at the sight of his protector slash captor being shot to death by the police gross it's a pretty gross minute yeah so fun thing
1: when you first sent me these minutes jack uh for this week I mistakenly watched this one first. I, I thought this was going to be the minute that we started on, and I had I watched it just like out of curiosity, like, "Oh, where am I going to be in the movie?" And I hadn't even rewatched the movie yet. And so this is a very rude awakening. To just be like, "Oh shit, this is a violent, unpleasant gets, he gets, movie." He
2: gets <laughs> he gets, he gets shot full of holes. He's, it's not yeah, he's it's, real. It is
1: extremely
0: yeah. gruesome. One of my notes is shot to ribbons." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just like, oh yeah, that's what this movie is like.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not that I had forgotten. It just, it's, uh, it's, it's quite a thing to see. Just yeah. <laughs> like a Sam
2: Peckinpah movie here. Yeah. So before we get to this. Uh... He shoots out the spotlight on one of the trucks. So we talked about the trucks. Very yesterday. good shot. Yeah, very good. Yeah, green. yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean. He's quite the especially marksman, based, especially based on what we saw that he was seeing a few minutes ago. Well, like he, he he shot saw.
2: a dog in the forehead that was leaping at him. <laughs> yeah. And then like And then a the, jumping dog, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we learned in uh I think it, was it the next year in Die Hard that you don't shine spotlights at a shooter. Because that just gives him a target.
0: <laughs> well, they didn't know he had a gun. They
2: clearly, in this minute's yeah.
0: revealed, <laughs> Yes, he's got a gun.
2: <laughs> so I had some time to think, since yesterday's show, overnight, about these <laughs> trucks. Maybe they're paddy wagons. Oh, um, yeah. Do- doesn't uh, Canada and his friends, aren't they in a paddy wagon at some point later on?
0: yes. Oh right, right, yeah. After yeah,
2: so we have to. So there it could be the troop transports a or a paddy wagon. Yeah, it's it's the same thing, dude. Think about it. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> All just bodies. So this one of the questions I had was, what time of year do you think it is? Because people are like, there's some people in shorts, some people. In, this guy's got a coat. These both of these guys, the the kid and the and the guy with the gun. Are wearing coats, but he's wearing loafers. So that tells me it's it's the dead of winter in, in Tokyo. <laughs> People wearing a coat. Uh, I would guess that it
1: is somewhere. It's somewhere in the year where it's pretty hot, pretty warm during the day, but it gets kind of cool at night. So maybe somewhere in spring or fall.
2: Yeah, September or something.
0: I would say September.
2: Well. As I noted, when we went to see this in the theater, I think it was August oh, 19th. Oh, August, you're right, yeah. And there was, uh, we no- I noticed in the movie later, and there's a later scene, there are posters up all over the place saying, big meeting, August 19th. Uh. So I think, I think this is early August.
1: So where are the giant sweat stains that are like covering up people's entire <laughs> <know>, torsos? Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, who knows that, what the climate is like in this uh post bomb Tokyo maybe everything's all screwed up
2: nuclear winter yeah so sounds now, nice august <laughs> august is like september just wait just wait jack just be careful what you wish for <laughs> and this is at, clearly at night even though the last minute like the crowd scenes were like they walked through some dark alleys but then the crowd scenes were very well lit true yeah it's kind of i mean at the very beginning of this minute it kind of looks like the golden hour of sunset in the background yeah but i think that's just the glow from the city from the city yeah the city lights oh we get a better look at that symbol that was a texaco thing and now it looks more like i don't know like a a cocktail shaker with (laughs) i'm not sure what's going on
1: like a stormtrooper helmet but that's just like a big red star in the middle of it instead of like (laughs) eyes
2: (laughs) A stormtrooper helmet for a Gungan, maybe. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's
0: something I want to see. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if we have to bring back Gungans, that's the context in which I would want to see them. <laughs> Mandalorian is just uh,
1: prepping us <laughs> for that. Have Bill Burr ease us into it, and then that's just right. <laughs> give us full uh,
0: Gungan stormtroopers in season two. <laughs> That's how you ease into things with Bill Burr. <laughs> yeah, he's a yeah.
1: he's a very calming presence. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> that's what he's known for just yeah. really friendly, just welcoming. Yeah. like like him and Gilbert Gottfried, they have that quality <laughs> that just kind of yeah. soothing, easing you into things. <laughs> it, it's
2: you know bringing that that calm Boston energy. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: man, there was. Bill Burr has done these videos where it's just, like, him driving around his neighborhood describing, like, stores and stuff. And I will say, I'm not, like, the hugest Bill Burr fan, but there's something kind of calming about just throwing that on in the background. And it's just him, like, describing neighborhood fixtures and
2: things like that. Have you seen uh, his... (laughs) He's got a bit about Invisalign, and somebody put that audio over an actual... Invisalign commercial. I have not seen that. (laughs) It's pretty great. Yes, so much like the Mandalorian, we uh, have a child. (laughs) (laughs) Way to to bring us back. (laughs) Expertly done.
0: Just as cute. Yeah.
2: Well this
1: this took over in Japan for a while too, right? Like there was uh Takashi merchandise
0: everywhere. Oh and... yeah, Takashi Mania <laughs> hit Japan in like a tsunami in nineteen eighty eight. Did he <laughs> did he throw out did he brief. throw out
2: the first pitch at the Yomiuri Giants game?
0: I think they briefly considered making him the new mascot of the Yomiuri Giants. <laughs> like ironic because he's a small child. Man, it's fun though. I can actually like picture
1: that just because Japan has weird mascots, where it's just it, it, like it is just like a giant Takashi head, and he's got like the worried <laughs> expression on his face, it's just blue and wrinkly. And
2: <laughs> they did have as promotion for like the I forget what the ki- the name of the kid from The Grudge and Sadako ah. from The <laughs> Ring. <laughs> like right. they had like that the movie came out like sodica- it was kinda of like Freddy versus Jason. Like right. Sadako vs this kid. And as promotion for it they they came out one of them threw the first pitch at a baseball game to the other. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: uh, I do love tone deaf marketing like that. That is a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean I can't probably it did have like a pretty huge was it it was huge in Japan, right? I mean it has to have been. Was this big? <laughs> I don't know. I, I yeah, I have no idea actually. How, what, what type um, of? I know, like I know it's legendary status in America, I'm, like cult following among like, anime fans and stuff like that. But I don't really know.
2: Did it, did it? I mean, you keep talking about. It's very expensive, right? How much did it cost? How much did it make? Do we know?
0: Yeah, I could be mistaken, but I think in the theatrical run it was successful, but it didn't make as much money as they were hoping for. Hmm. I think. It is pretty off putting. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like you can't like take
1: your family to go see it like a Ghibli film or something.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, it's not
0: like a fun summer flick or, you know.
2: But it, it bears repeat viewing so you can try to figure out what the hell's going on, right?
0: Yeah, I think it did in that vein. Like it kind of made a lot more money on home video and then international releases as well
2: afterwards. So the budget, according to Wikipedia, the budget was 700 million yen, and the initial domestic box office was 750 million yen. Hmm. Yeah, so that's... wasn't a smash hit, no. but... Uh...
0: Does it have, like, a legacy, do you know, or... Even in Japan now, it's, like, only popular among nerds, basically. Okay, so it's not like
1: Evangelion, where you're seeing, like, Takashi on uh, soda cans and... Unfortunately no. <laughs> I wanna get all three of the little kids, the little elderly <laughs> yeah. children. Wanna collect all
0: collect them all. Collect them all. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, also like the uh the child in The Mandalorian, this is another child who's much older than a child normally is. That's true. Although I And he has that's psychic spoiler, abilities. But... telekinetic yeah, abilities. Also true. <laughs> he can use the force.
2: Yeah. So that's what got like a bit of a, like this um Soldiers coming out of the light has a little bit yeah. of like an eat an e t vibe it's the, definitely uh, very Spielberg, yeah, yeah, and like thirty yeah, seconds it's, in it's
0: probably the most Spielbergian this movie will ever get,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it feeds into him as kind of an eat ugly cute ugly kind of e t kind of thing as well <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true,
1: cute ugly, good way to put it. <laughs>
2: Uh, and when he gets shot at the... I mean, there's geysers of blood gushing out of his back as he falls forward and is just peppered with the uh, machine gun fire. There's chunks of flesh flying off. Oh, uh,
1: well, you're trying at the end of the minute. At the
2: end, of, toward the end of the minute, yeah. This, uh, this, okay, nothing. Mm-hmm. Because
1: he, he gets shot first. He gets shot first alive. and
2: they're like, hey, there's a kid. Yeah. And then the kid walks Sorry. out of the... And then you get the Spielberg shot, and the kid walks out of the spotlight, and uh, he lifts up the gun, and he's turned into hamburger, basically. Yeah, the Spielberg shot after the J.J. Abrams lens. Yeah, <laughs> <shot>. <laughs> totally. <yes. laughs>
0: animated lens flare.
2: Mm. Mm. That's before it was like in every PS2 game that you played.
1: Oh, like animated lens flare is
2: a—it's a staple
1: of anime, though. That but... true. I can like I can think of older episodes than this of Dragon Ball that have it, and Sailor Moon has it. And, like all the transformations.
2: That was your DJ name, wasn't it? Wasn't it Sam? Animated lens flare. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's
1: <laughs> all my. That's what my friends call me,
0: <laughs> Alf for short. <laughs> <laughs> Been talking Take about it. the '80s. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, that, that was the zeitgeist. You yeah. know, Alf was coming out around this time too, as well, right? Yeah, I feel like you can really see
1: the influence that Alf had on accurate. Also, it's. I think, yeah, it's.
0: I mean, they're, they're both cribbing a lot from each other.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, he and Takashi both eat cats. <laughs> The
1: Akira comic was <laughs> sort of inspired somewhat by Alf, or no, Alf was inspired by the comic, and then the movie was then re-inspired by Alf, yeah. the TV show. Yeah, so, yeah, it, yeah. sort of cyclical, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. The former symbiont circle must understand. You must understand, <laughs> you this. Must understand this.
2: <laughs> Yeah, I don't understand why he's raising his gun. Yeah, like this is a battle. I do not think he can win. <laughs> <end. laughs>
1: yes. So uh, I was thinking about that. My, tra- oh, sorry, others. <laughs>
2: he's like trying to draw their fire to give him a chance to run to give the kid a chance to run right?
1: okay exactly what i was thinking yeah Yeah, he's like because he's
2: (laughs) like he tells him like run get out of here and
1: yeah i think he knows like the second he raises his gun up these trigger happy chic riot police are gonna
2: they're not gonna be looking at anything else other than the the meat grinder
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it, it's one of those yeah, things. Like,
2: true. they should have they should have game planned this out, you know, with the little diagram. <laughs>
1: but yeah. So, yeah, I think he's just is trying to get the kid to run away. And do you think he knows that the kid, like, has the kid been vanishing, reappearing yet with him? I mean, we never we know obviously in the movie we never really find out how he was able to get Takashi out of there,
2: right? Yeah. Yeah, we don't really know how much this guerrilla group knows about these kids and what they can even do. Even I was thinking the we don't know anything. We're just this freaky-looking kid so far. Well, yeah, certainly first-time viewers. <laughs> it's definitely—it's very, you know, original Star Wars movies that you're dropped in the middle of this action. You know, there's a bunch of stuff that happened before. They're escaping from something. There must have been some battle to steal. Like, this kid is the Death Star plans, as far as we yes. know. Yes, exactly. yes! Can't wait for the Rogue One. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Maybe it'll be a Netflix series about uh, the capture of Takashi.
0: Yeah, there'll be a new scene they add in this supposed Hollywood live-action remake, which I really, really hope never happens. That's
1: right, I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, it's been in development hell for a while, but every now and then, News comes out about it. Is Keanu Reeves like involved in it in some capacity or something like that. I think he may have been at one point. He'd be a great fit for Kanida. I think he's like the right age, the right look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: and
2: Scarjo I'm is Sorry, K, you of said Takashi, or... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> with Alex Winters as Takashi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They do kind of look like. I mean, he's pretty short, so. Strange things are afoot at the Ebisu Group.
1: <laughs> Whoa! It would be uh yeah, it'd be interesting to try and cast all the little kids. I mean, that's yeah, that's ahead for you guys. I know the one kid always reminded me of Louis Anderson. <laughs>
3: <Right>? Yes,
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Masaru. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Sorry, I know it's jumping ahead, but I was reminded of that again when I was rewatching this before. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's life with Louie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's
2: I, I that's loved him this. as uh, uh, Galifianakis's dad, her mother. That was great. That was great.
1: Uh, I, yeah, I need to see that baskets. Yeah,
0: yeah, they could get a uh, Andy Melnickas could play one of them. He's forever young. Yeah, basically.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's get him in a.
0: Big budget Hollywood film. (laughs) He's not busy. (laughs) Yeah. It's about time for a comeback for him. (laughs) Speaking of which, though, it's even now, every time I watch the movie, it's always kind of like a shock when you first hear this kid's voice. Because it's always they look like little old men, and then you hear it as this very clearly a child's voice, and it's very incongruous with how he looks, and it's always a surprise.
3: Yeah,
1: and it's just basically him reacting to this yeah. admittedly horrifying image that he's seeing in front of him. Yeah. Which I will also say is not in the context of the movie, but seeing it just chopped up like this, against my better judgment, his reaction like makes me laugh every time <laughs> I'm watching it for this. Like, just, we watch him get just tenderized in a hamburger like you were saying and then it just cuts to his face and it's just Wah! and it's it is not, it's not funny when I'm watching the movie but somehow isolated for this minute clip I can't help myself and it makes me laugh every time
2: what's the last thing he sees so it's kind of like <laughs> yeah, it's like, it all leads it just... up to Wah! <laughs> and uh-huh. then it just cuts uh-huh. there <laughs> like
1: uh, I, I, it shouldn't be funny but it is. It is. Yeah, that's one of the side effects of a minute-by-minute podcast, I guess. It's it's inadvertent true. humor and uh, in horrifying cuts. imagery. Yeah, yeah and sudden cuts. I can see that. But, yeah, no, I, I'm in the same boat, though, Like as far as his voice goes. Is it, it does sort of take me aback every time. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, they, they just sound like children.
2: Yeah. So how, how old do we know, or can we figure out how old this kid is?
0: Um... We, He would have been a kid during 88, right? Yeah, based on the movie. So I'd say that he's probably about my age, I think. Probably like late 30s.
2: So you're saying that he he was a kid. He was contemporary with Akira in the program.
0: Yeah, because yeah, you see flashbacks towards the end with all
1: four of them hanging out together in okay, to yeah. the little daycare yeah. and stuff.
0: At, at that time, he looks like a normal kid, and then... 31 years later, yeah. Yeah, the drugs they give them prevent them from growing up. So he's probably like 37 or 38, I think.
1: Weird movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. For sure. <laughs> For sure, bro this is uh as we were conjecturing yesterday that was the first time we get a good look at him
2: mm-hmm.
1: so you can really see his wrinkly shriveled face his white and hair do you think he's like supposed to literally be blue like he probably he probably it he probably is right i mean it's not i like mean
2: he looks gray is it just because it's the middle of the night
0: yeah i don't know that's an interesting question which the manga cannot answer for us no being <laughs> in black and white but i'm um, I think it's there are like color portions of it actually. Oh yeah, that's right. Go through it, see if there's anything. I think it's like the coloring is just supposed to be anime speak for like they're very pale and not
2: not you know like
0: Like not healthy, sick basically. Yeah,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: probably, but they're so blue. It's that's why it sometimes makes me wonder.
0: Uh, Yeah, maybe there's some Andorian blood in there. (laughs) <laughs> oh, they do have the white hair too? Yeah, the white hair, yeah.
1: That'll be uh, in the the Rogue One Netflix prequel show. We'll see the <laughs> antenna peeking out that we yeah. were always covered before.
2: <laughs> when when Cassian Andor goes to Babel. <laughs> oh boy!
0: <laughs> Andor, it's right there. Yep. <laughs> I think later
2: later in the movie Takashi tells uh, Kaneda Some of us have been in this fight since we were six years old (laughs) That's right that's
0: how he says it too (laughs) What?
2: What?
0: What? (laughs)
1: Yeah, as far as the movie goes I mean, I guess there's not a lot of uh, advancement compared to the last minute just other than the protector dies I mean, it's just a very violent minute more than anything yeah. and yeah, I think if the dogs getting shot earlier in the week weren't enough, this is the moment where, yeah, I mean, you know, you know what you're in for at you're this not, point.
2: They're not funning. <laughs> it's very yeah. clear that they are not funning. <laughs> this I, it
1: does remind me, like there, there used to be just so much uh, like edgy, violent anime. Like I don't know if they're still doing as much stuff like this anymore, but like a lot of the stuff Jack that we used to watch. Uh, we were always watching like a lot of late '80s, early '90s stuff, and I'm sure a lot of it actually was influ- influenced by Akira to some extent. Um, but I feel like they're not doing this quite as much as they were. But I just feel like this was a regular thing. Is like you would just watch anime and expect it to be like you know, they, they weren't all like this. But it's like if it suddenly became hyper violent or whatever, it was like, yeah, that's what they're like. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> definitely think it was a period in time where there was like kind of an '80s thing
1: when, yeah. like, maybe trying to say like, "Look, we're growing up" or something like that. Like, could be this, this isn't. I mean, not that Japan has ever had the same issue with it as America has, but it, you know,
2: it could be a way of saying
1: like, "This is just because it's a cartoon. This isn't for children."
2: Right? Yeah. Was this there a is, rating? Is there a rating system isn't... in Japan? What was this rated? Could you? None there is now but
0: at the time i don't think they had movie ratings um, even now they have them but like nobody pays attention to them hmm. i don't think they did though at that time so the
1: mpaj is not the force that the mpaa is <laughs>
2: <laughs> no there is uh, a there is like an approval committee so if, like if you see in the credits of american movies there's like a, a number an MPA number which is like the sequential number of all the movies yeah that's right yeah they've
0: talked about this in star wars minute i think yeah Yeah. they did yeah i think that's the only time i've ever even heard of it (laughs) yeah Yeah.
2: there is a similar number in the credits of japanese movies that, that you'll see most of the time it's almost unreadable it's it's so small but it's it's a similar thing
0: so it was approved that's yes. That's Japan's rating system. You're either seeing it or you're not seeing it.
2: <laughs> yeah, there definitely is one now, but yeah, I don't know when the. It's something that can be looked up. Yeah, there's not as much going on in this minute other than the violence. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say the 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 way that uh, this was influenced by Spielberg, then maybe Spielberg took this and uh, was inspired for uh, Saving Private Ryan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so. It's it's my secret shame to say I've never seen Saving Private Ryan, but is there just a moment in the movie where somebody is just shot with a machine gun until they're just like ribbons of flesh? Uh,
3: like the uh,
2: first the twenty. First, minutes. I would say a moment. <laughs> yeah, first, <laughs> first,
0: the first <laughs> twenty minutes are yeah. like nothing but that, essentially. Yeah. So, Sam, you should. The rest of the movie is okay, but that first twenty minutes of Saving Private Ryan is. Even, I've seen it fairly recently again, and it's still not quite like anything else you would ever see in a movie. The D-Day, Normandy Beach scene is harrowing, yeah, to say yeah. the least. So, will I watch it
1: and
2: go, ah, ah.
0: You probably will.
1: <laughs> you might, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: You will recoil, I think. I saw, it.
0: I saw it in theaters with my dad and I felt like I was just melting into the seat. It was yeah. so... Intense.
2: Yeah, I saw it in the theater, yeah, with my wife and she was like, Do we do we need to be here? <laughs> yeah. Good good date movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw it with a group of uh, like an after work outing and then we all went to <laughs> <laughs> With a bunch of yeah, women that's... and then we all went salsa dancing and it was just like a very strange juxtaposition like <laughs> so Wild tonal shifts. you were the group like eating uh, eating potato chips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Mexican food is not sitting well. <laughs> yes, the Japanese film rating regular known as Aiden has a film classification system uh categories have been in use since 1st May 1998 so this is before that yeah oh just barely uh 10 years
1: well if it if it had come out the year Jack thought it did then we might have been
0: <laughs> that's true oh. until today I did not realize this came out in 1988 <laughs> 1988 yeah somehow I somehow I saw it before it even came out <laughs>
2: Uh, so I was trying to think of some uh, some guest questions. Uh, so, I, I... guestions. questions. <laughs> you guys are my my guinea pigs for this.
0: Mm. You're you're our uh, you're our psychic children. <laughs> 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 the <That's,
1: that's insane. laughs> Lock us up in your kindergarten. And... <laughs>
2: so, speaking of which, am I going to wind up like in different jars, like in an underground <laughs> cold facility? Is that my future? Until they figure just out, have to yeah.
0: wait and see.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the sequel to this is just called Philip.
2: <laughs> so speaking of the kindergarten, if you had to attack attack Tetsuo as a psychic child, <laughs> what toy would you disguise yourself as? Hmm.
1: So they pick toys that are important to them, right? They're not like reaching into Tetsuo's mind because we see those toys strewn around the kindergarten. Yep. Okay.
2: I would. <laughs> I'd have to be the uh, Venus probe from um, the Six Million, Six dollar, million man. dollar Man. Yeah, <laughs> the giant black... That would work. That would work. Yeah, that would work pretty well. <laughs> so it's got so the big Sam, claw in front. Like the light, that could... Yeah, the light panels would start to like ooze lava. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Sam, I'm assuming you would just be the uh, the clown figure from Akira that you own. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you know, there's always that,
1: and certainly if I'm trying to, like, threaten Tetsuo, that would be pretty good, but I feel like in the same vein as at least the the bear and the rabbit, I'm, like, more thinking about, like, stuffed animals I own, so I, I would either go with Jack, I'm sure you remember that Garfield that I had that had, like, the bathrobe on? Of course. So that'd be that'd be a pretty good one. <laughs> or if not, something I had a little later in life was just like this plush Kirby, like the the video game character. Mm. And I feel like either of those just like giant and leaking milk would be uh yeah. <laughs> suitably unsettling.
2: Nobody nobody had a stuffed elf. I, I not really feel really
0: like it feels didn't like big wouldn't we have an elf? I do think we had an elf doll. Yeah. An elf puppet or something like that. I don't no, know. That it, would be elf. great.
2: That would be perfect. <laughs> just elf. When you said up. plush Kirby, I was trying to imagine like a plush doll of Jack Kirby. Like <laughs> somebody heavy like a little pipe sticking out of its mouth.
1: I'm just thinking like a, or a Jack Kirby creation, <laughs> just, just some like giant
2: alien yeah. with yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a huge forehead and a moat like doll. Plush yeah. Fing Fang Foom. <laughs>
1: Galactus? Yes. Or all that, that 2001 comic
0: imagery. It's oh, just... yeah. Right. <laughs> dark side. A dark side doll. Tetsuo is. A.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I feel satisfied with any of those choices. If not any of those, I've got like 30 or 40 Star Wars figures I could have chosen, too. <laughs> Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> yeah. On Solo in indoor gear. Yeah. I have died before. <laughs> yeah, you're unstoppable if you're Palpatine,
0: right? <laughs> he just keeps coming back.
2: Somehow Akira has returned.
0: <laughs> Yomiuri Giants mascot character, Plushie.
1: What is the mascot of the Yomiuri Giants?
0: I don't even know what he's supposed to be. He's just like some weird little creature. Sounds like a Japanese mascot. Yeah, he's certainly not a giant, I can
2: tell you that. Is it a jabbit? It might be. The Your Majority Giant's jabbit?
0: Yeah, I think he's a rabbit
2: of some sort. Uh, yeah, pull
0: it up, it looks like a rabbit. There's that al- alternate logo they have, though, which is like a gigantic man holding like five baseball bats in each hand. Though I like that one. <laughs> So that's cool, but yeah, fuck the Giants. They're just like the Yankees, man. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm more of a Hinchin Tigers man myself.
0: Henshin Tigers,
1: yeah. Yeah, there you go.
2: <laughs> Curse of the Colonel, baby. All right, that's that's all I had. I don't, I don't have any other questions worthy of your time. All right, well, it's early in the run. I mean, I hope people don't hate it when you talk about toys.
0: well um how about uh you know let's let's get some plugs going for our guests and ourselves here so sam how about you where can uh (laughs) people want to hear more sam where can they go uh well you can check me out at marvel star wars explorers uh that's a
1: podcast about the old star wars comics from the 70s and 80s huh star wars fan surprising i know imagine that (laughs) Um we're pretty far into the run right now. I don't know when this episode is going to be coming out, but right now we're kind of in the mid 90s out of 107, so getting near the end. So if you want to catch up, there's plenty there to read. Uh we're also going through the portion of the run that's written by Mary Jo Duffy, who is noteworthy because she wrote the majority of the English language version of the Akira comic. That's
0: right. That's right. Oh, really? She's a uh... She's a very early proponent of Japanimation, as is uh, the artist of the Star Wars comics you're talking about now. So there's there's a lot of very early anime influences in those post-Return of the Jedi comics. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, that's yeah. that podcast is a lot of fun, and Joe Duffy, whether she's writing Akira comics or Star Wars comics, is really cool. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. And then otherwise, uh, I've been on a lot of other Movies by Minute podcasts, if you are so enamored with my commentary that you want to hear me breaking down other movies. So I've done um, Spider-Man 2, 2001, Fantastic Mr. Fox, The Room. Um, Escape from New York. Escape from New York, Flash Gordon. Uh, if I'm forgetting something, I'm sorry, but, but it's but there's been quite a few now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so... Check me out there. Maybe one day I'll have my own Movie My Minute podcast, but it is not this day.
0: Well, thank you. Mm -hmm. And uh, Sam, you're also on another podcast called Reopening the Wormhole. I was going to leave that one to you. I figured you'd get to it. (laughs) Yep. Uh, I am also on that podcast. (laughs) You and me and our friend Kevin Young, who you might hear popping up on Akira Minute,
3: (gasps) uh,
0: co-hosted, well, co-host episode by episode episode. In random order, podcast about Star Trek Deep Space Nine. We're Trekkies, yeah, baby. Like Star Trek. I got a Star Wars and a Star Trek podcast. <laughs> yeah, and now you're on an anime minute. You've got all your They're a triple threat bases covered. Yeah. Oh my god, it's full of stars. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we that was our first podcast. We did uh, reopening the wormhole. It's Deep Space Nine because it's the best Star Trek show. Let's be honest. Yeah. And um, there's just thousands of hours of us talking about Deep Space Nine out there. So go check that out. Hmm. Do wormhole dot com. Do it. And I love Star Trek so much that I couldn't stop, and I'm still talking about it because there's just so much material is being pumped out right now. And yeah, there's like a new Star Trek show that starts every week. That's right, <laughs> basically. <laughs> So yeah, now I'm currently talking about another cartoon, and it's a Star Trek cartoon. That's uh, Star Trek Lower Decks, which you can hear me talking about that on my uh, wittily titled podcast, Jack's Silly Little Friendly Neighborhood Star Trek Discovery Short Treks Picard and Lower Decks Podcast. Write that down. Yeah. Just go to jacksdiscovery.libson.com, and uh, that's just me and my friend, Continuity Carlos, and... uh, a revolving set of guests, which often includes Sam, and uh, every now and then Richard Dunham also pops yeah. up. So go seek like, that. You have
2: to re—you have to redo like the cover art for that podcast. <laughs> like every time they come out with a new Star Trek show, which is like Sam said, like every week. <laughs> it's almost like. It's uh, It's almost like somebody did, like, you know how they had, like, the the car gun mod in GTA where you have, like, a gun that fires cars? It's almost like somebody has a gun that just fires Star Trek Trek (laughs) shows.
0: And that person is Kurtzman. He has that gun, yes. It's a a gun that shoots Star Trek shows at you. Yeah, and it is a gun not unlike the guns that
1: appear in this minute of Akira because it is firing at a rapid pace
0: that's right (laughs) and uh i'm here that's why
2: jack that's why you're all cut to ribbon (laughs) i'm I'm throwing myself out
0: there and catching every bullet so that's it's a a hoot go check it out and uh, i also do planet of the apes podcast i'm a busy man so that's uh the Com. we're talking about every planet of the apes movie and tv show episode there's more than you think
2: even the cartoons? Yeah. The Planet of the Apes cartoons?
0: We did the cartoons this oh. past half a year doing those. Oh, those are so Man. hard to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know what, what cartoons of... you were watching. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I found myself going humanoid over them. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so that... deep, deep cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you want to if you want to understand that reference, <laughs> watch the show and listen to the podcast. We're also talking about apes, comics, novels, and every month we do a bonus episode about other movies featuring apes. So uh, it's a good time.
2: Phil, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, no, you can find my occasional snide comments on Twitter, as I mentioned. And uh, I have another podcast, another movies by minute podcast that I do with my daughter Chieko. You can find it at GhibliMinute.com. We are analyzing every Studio Ghibli movie. So we've done, I think we're on our fifth one now. We've done, we started with Nausicaa. We've done Laputa, Castle in the Sky. And then we did, we slogged through Grave of the Fireflies. (laughs) And, uh, with taking a, a break every, uh, Every alternate week with uh, my neighbor Tototo and now we're in the middle of Kiki's delivery service so our uh, mm. our schedule is a little bit loose right now it's hard to to uh, keep a strict podcasting schedule with a uh, high school student but uh, check that out uh, minute.com. and you can find some other stuff that I do at com. It's a great podcast
0: I love it it's the the softer side of anime. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's honestly a little more my speed than
1: Akira, so I
0: there's there's room in my heart for both. Yeah, totally. I love Ghibli movies as well. And uh, also, just we are just one of many minute-by-minute podcasts looking at movies minute-by-minute, so check out the Minute-by-minute Minute website, and uh, your favorite movie might be there. Probably is. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them now. And they're all pretty fun, and it's a really... For the most part, nice group of people. Ooh, for yeah. the most part, what are you implying there?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and if you speak German, check out uh, the first Akira Minute podcast at akira-akurat.de. A k k u r a t. Akira Akurat. Day. Oh. oh,
1: it's nice. Of, nice of
0: you. Oh. Give them a shout out. Yeah, throw those guys a bone. Dankeschön. Um anything else, guys? No. Nope. <laughs> Alright, well I can't wait for next week to see the conclusion of this shout of terror from a shriveled blue child. <laughs> yeah, let's
2: <laughs> let's see how, how high his voice can go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe it could even shatter glass. We'll see. Here on Akira, Akira, Akira
2: Minute. minute.